Yokoso and welcome to Amakara Japan. We are recording today in Toronomon Hills in Tokyo. Uh, today we have Yasushi with us. Say hello. Hello. And we Konnichiwa. have Stephen with us as well. I'm being eaten by ants. <laughs> we, we are outside in a park, uh, so if you hear construction noise or traffic. But we figured we'd give you a little taste of Tokyo for this recording. Today we will be quizzing Stephen on our last podcast. Yasushi was quizzing me.、Um, so today we brought Stephen along to be quizzed about certain news topics of Tokyo. So he represents everyone else who doesn't know much about Japanese news that's going on. I feel like I'm the resident idiot here. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, so with that, we're going to get started with our first question. Recently, back in April, there was a fatal traffic accident. So, a driver, a mother and her young daughter on a bicycle,、oh, no. um, and has yet to be arrested because of it. So, this is about a month ago. Why? Why wasn't he arrested? I assume the law is in his favor where he didn't do something wrong. Maybe she crossed the street where she shouldn't have. And so he's in the clear by law standards? So there is a bit of legal standards, but no, it's not for that. It was an elderly driver, but he has an elite status. So he basically, this driver was named, and you'll have to help me with the Japanese Yasushi. His name is Kozo Izuka. Kozo Izuka. 87 years old, and he used to be the former head of the Agency of Industrial Science and Technology, which was part of the Ministry of International Trade and Industry. Many people are complaining about him not being arrested because of this elite status, but the police officers, the Metropolitan Police Department, say he's not been arrested because he's hospitalized right now and there's no fear of him destroying evidence or escaping the police since he's in the hospital. So, in essence, he's under house arrest in the hospital, but legally nothing has moved forward until he's released. Correct. I mean, he's not really under house arrest. They just haven't done a formal arresting of him. But there's a rule essentially says law enforcement authorities can arrest a suspect when there is probable cause to believe they committed a crime and when there is fear of them destroying the evidence and escaping from investigators. So they essentially. Um, are saying, well, because he's not going to destroy the evidence, he's in the hospital, he can't escape, he's got some broken ribs, we don't have to arrest him. But in a, another incident that happened back in Kobe, a few days later, I think it was, right, Yasushi? I think it says yeah, yeah. there was a bus driver who was 64 years old who drove onto a pedestrian crosswalk, killing some people, and was arrested on the spot. And so there's kind of this double standard that is happening with these two accidents that happened days within one another. Well, you have,、uh, if the bus driver wasn't injured and the guy in the hospital's injured, I can kind of see that. But the idea of an elite status of just, it just makes me think that, you know, at any time you commit a crime, I mean, the same happens in America. If you're a famous movie star or you're famous for something, A lot of times you get away with a lot more than your regular Joe who just is a normal community citizen. And I guess here in Japan, it might even be more so with the hierarchy that they have of just the、uh, senpai, like the, the treatment of the elderly,、uh, having so much more respect that they could take longer or maybe even just brush it under the rug some of these incidents. 
What are your thoughts, yeah. Yasushi? Well, another thing that we might want to talk about is, you know, he is an 87-year-old man. We have a lot of accidents uh, caused by senior citizens. And being 87-year-old, he had to take, you know, extra cognitive examination and special training for him to be able to truly drive. So now some people are talking about having this sort of retirement, you know, age limit for senior drivers. Well, right now, because I know that there's a, a magnet or a sticker that they put on uh, the cars yeah, for the elderly. Yeah. yeah. But that's not mandatory. That's essentially, I'm just making other drivers aware that I am. Yeah, I think it's a, more like a self-proclaiming thing. Yeah, well, the magnet's not going to yeah. stop you from doing something. It's just letting right. other people know. I agree, like, yeah. 87, in places like Tokyo, where there's so much public transportation, I think it would be reasonable to say, like, hey, at X age, 75, 80 years old, make the test a little bit harder where you are for sure... They yeah. can do it, and then if they can, it's like, look, there's public transportation. Just get on a train, get on a bus. It's so much easier yeah. and yeah. safer for everybody. The thing is, he, his, he, he's got his feet injured so even before this accident, so he was walking with a cane. So that was probably one of the reasons he didn't feel like you know, walking and taking trains, but just riding a car. Uh, but then again, you have the person's life at stake. I mean, what's worth more? You know, know. A bit of pain, somebody walking or killing someone. Uh, yeah. But then it also just goes back again. What we were saying is this elite status of, you know, if you have all this power, did have power kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm above public transportation. I don't, I don't have to fall within the realms of the rules and the legal activity of. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult issue. Uh, you know, some people still want to drive, right? And maybe place in the countryside, people need cars to just get by, you know, do some shopping. Yeah. So they don't want to get you know, there. Well, that makes sense. And I'm fine, like, because a lot of Japan does, like, community, like certain uh, wards or districts, so each make their own rules and laws. I mean, you could easily do that here in Japan because it's already done. Just make it about cars as well. All right. Next question for you, Stephen. I'm ready. Zero still for be, one for right now. Still be being eaten by ants, though. I'm sure you are. Japanese teachers are suffering chronic depression. Why? Because they work so many freaking long hours. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, my gosh. I, I have one teacher who stays at school till like 9 or 10 every day. And he looks exhausted. I feel so bad for him. And he's even there on Saturdays and Sundays. They just don't get a break, ever. There's club activities on days there's no school. Even during national holidays, they still have club activities. They do not stop. Is, is, is he depressed? I don't think he's depressed, but he looks exhausted every day. But I, I keep telling him he's going to burn out. And I'm sure a few more years and he will be depressed. Now, they have some numbers here saying that... Last year, a total of 5,077 teachers suffered from depression and took a break from their jobs, which is about 186 more from the previous year. And it says that elementary school teachers made up the largest group of about 2,000. Junior high was about 1,300 or 400. And then the number of high school teachers taking depression-related leave of absence was about 742. And special needs teachers, 612. 
Um, but it like exactly what you said is they are completely overworked. They, you know, after taking breaks, they come back having to do so much more work. They are in charge with club activities. They are coming in on, um, in on Saturdays and Sundays. No, like, um, Normally in teaching, like in Western culture in America, when I was teaching, your first year of teaching is really tough. You build up your lesson plans, you do it. but then you have a good several years after that. You just kind of change your lesson plans a little to accommodate for each class. Here, every single year, they get new textbooks, so they have to redo every single lesson plan every single year. And it's, just, it's crazy. In fact, sometimes they don't even know what classes specifically they're teaching until just a few days before the school year starts. So they have no preparation time. So then every day is just getting ready for the next day, every day of the entire school career. I feel so bad for them. When I was a child, I didn't really, I couldn't see that my teachers were depressed or maybe they were, the workload wasn't that bad back in, you know, older days. But yeah, just looking at the numbers, you know, amazes me. It's so stunning. Like 30% of elementary school teachers and 60% of junior high school teachers work more than 80 hours a month. Wait, a month or a week? A month of overtime. Oh, of overtime. Gotcha. Yes. So that's the time limit that is set by the government for deciding whether the person might die from overwork. Jeez. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. So they're right at the limit of dying. Yes, exactly. dying. Yeah, so, so yes, more than half the junior high school teachers, you know, cross that boundary. Oh, man. Well, they have one, one foot in the, you know, this. <laughs> oh, yeah, one foot in the crate. Well, I mean, it's not just the Japanese teachers, too. I mean, the whole Japanese culture is just work, work, work. And I yeah. remember in one of my classes, we did a study. There was a survey, and it's like, are you happy? And Japan ranked really low in the sense of the Japanese country, the Japanese people are not very happy as far as like being a happy country. It's because they work so much and they just taking a break is almost bad. It's dishonoring if you are resting and breaking a lot while everyone else is still working. What's even worse about for the teachers is that they only get like 4% of overtime salaries. It's really, even if they do work 80 hours per month, you know, for overtime, they don't get paid enough. I asked one of the teachers once about overtime and they just laughed, like overtime pay. And I was like, wait, you don't get paid. Like, I understand you don't get paid, but like you're here for like 12 to 14 hours a day, even on Saturday and Sunday. You don't get extra pay for Saturday and Sunday. Like not usually. Right. So that's why we see a decrease in the number of you know, people who want to become teachers. The number has been in decline for six years in a row. Oh, wow. And that's really depressing, right? Because teachers are supposed to give, you know, help students grow and achieve their goal. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today in Amakara, Japan with Yasushi and Steven out here at Toronomon Hills. Um, we hope you tune in next week with whatever recent news topic we have. Sayonara. 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 Matane.